Good morning. Welcome to Moms in Real Estate. I am very excited today to have Amy Gregory as our guest. She was on a long, long time ago and a lot's changed in her life. And I'm excited to talk about some current issues with her and um, you'll get to know her and love her as much as I do. So let's get started. Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and $9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hey, Amy, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. Kristen's not with us today. She's on vacation. What is that? I don't even know. <laughs> Lucky her. Lucky her. Yeah. I'm on vacation right now, too. <laughs> I'm on vacation right now, right? It's weird because some people are like, hey, but haven't hasn't the world been on vacation for like several months? No. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I am busier than ever. In fact, my husband is going with my kids this weekend on vacation and I'm staying home because I've got clients that need to get under contract. Wow, so that's under contract this weekend, you know? So well give us a little give you give us a little background of your business, your parent being a mom. Just give us some background for people who, who haven't heard from you before. That's like a loaded question. So I'm a mom before my kids range in age from two to 13. And I headed back to real estate, gosh, about four years ago. Um, prior to that, I had always like worked from home. I had freelance graphic design businesses and online storefronts. And it was kind of in doing those things that I'd always been licensed because I worked for a home builder before I had, like in a whole other life, I worked for a home builder. Um, and so I'd always been licensed. But I kept in those other businesses is where I really learned social media. And I would like sit and tell my husband, I'm like, I don't know why real estate agents aren't using social media. Someone should be doing it like the fa like fashion bloggers are doing it because fashion bloggers, I was working with fashion bloggers a lot with my other businesses. Fashion bloggers and real estate agents have the same business model. Like we both sell other people's inventory for a small percentage. It's the same business model. And oh so my gosh, I never thought of that before. Yeah, and so we know that we know that social media is a fashion blogger's bread and butter. And so it's the same, it's true for real estate. And so during that time, that's when Fixer Upper was like blowing up and HGTV was like all over the place. And um, and I kept telling my husband, he's like, well, why don't you do it? And I was like, okay, I'm going to. And so I shut down my other businesses and I went full-fledged into real estate and I just had like, the most successful year of my life up until that point. And I was literally pregnant with my fourth baby showing homes like million dollar homes with swollen ankles in a minivan with crushed goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> because if you drive a minivan, you know, there's crushed goldfish also in that minivan. Like, uh -huh. that's all right. And so, and then ever since then, it's just been this like most amazing roller coaster of just, growth and challenges and learning and like just helping others along the way. It's been so fun. So yeah, fun. I, I want you to describe like with some level of detail, how you, what did you do? how did you start with that social media? Like what was your focus? What was your goal, your ideas? Like how did that progress? Because it's, it's brilliant. You have so much success with it. So the thing with, I, I kind of was, 
like every good idea, it takes time to develop, right? It's not like this happens overnight and you have this aha moment and everything clicks into place and it's like done. That's not realistic. You and I both know that, right? Like <laughs> develop. And so I kept having this push to go back to real estate and it felt kind of foreign to me. Like, right. I kind of, I was content where I was. Um, but the thought was, I just kept thinking social media would work. Social media would work. And I wasn't sure how I was actually going to get back into real estate, but I knew I had to shut down my current business and put my whole focus right there which was a risky move at the time. Like we relied on that income. And so we kind of made adjustments and cut back and I we did it. And I initially started, when I started back to real estate, I started doing some consulting work for one of the old home builders that I had used to work for. And I was doing social media consulting for him and like rebuilding their website and doing a bunch of like advertising, marketing, consulting work. And it was kind of in that process that the idea began to develop more. Um, they had a product that they were doing out actually out in Eastmark. And I kept telling them, I'm like, your ideal client, like you're talking to moms, you've got to talk better to moms. Like, I know it's super energy efficient and that's really, really great, but no one cares past a certain point. You know, they want to be yeah. energy efficient to hear anything above. I don't care. Right. It's, yeah. And so I kept saying, I'm like, you know, we want to know how the, where the barbecue's happening and how it interacts within this community and what the lifestyle feels like. Where are you bike riding to? And what do the schools look like? And, and kind of this, I, I, I kept calling it like lifestyle marketing, which is really what fashion bloggers do. They do this lifestyle marketing. They sell this lifestyle. And so as I was like coming, like developing this, I realized, oh, that's, how, that's what I'm going to do on my social media is, I can talk about creating home and creating this lifestyle and um, not not everyone sees it like I see it. Like I walk into a house and I'm looking for where the backpacks go. How are we doing family dinners? What does Thanksgiving look like? What about Super Bowl Sunday? Where's the pool? Like, how are we? What's the lifestyle that this house yields me? Um, oh my and so God. So that is I'm telling you, you're brilliant. Just in the you're thinking with that, you guys need to rewind that and listen to that again. That's brilliant. Yeah. Right. Because people buy homes. They buy on what? Emotion. Yeah, you're buying this. Like, like home is super personal. I mean, it is the backdrop <laughs> of your entire life. And like, and, and I bet if I asked you about your childhood home, you could probably tell me incredibly specific things about it. I can. Yeah. Yes, I can. And I have a terrible memory. Terrible. But you could probably, like, I could tell you about our swimming pool and our water basketball games and how my mom would wake us up early on Saturday mornings and we'd have to do all the yard work, but then we'd get to invite all our friends over to play water basketball, like, every single Saturday, right? And so you you're, you want to kind of find, and that's what people are trying to buy. They don't even actually know that's what they're trying to buy, but they're trying to buy something that allows them to create space for like childhood and family and lifestyle. That's what they're looking for. And I just decided, listen, I'm not everyone's agent, right? If you want a condo in the city, I'm probably not your girl. And I'm okay with that, you know? And so I just kind of stayed in my lane and I started doing home tours. That was the other thing I started doing right off the bat is I have relationships with builders and I, I would talk to them and I would say, hey, I mean, can I come in? Can I do a home tour? Can I feature your um, properties? And they were like, of course. What? 
why wouldn't they? Like, it's just free. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty marketing. Yeah. So and so it became a thing. And I would just talk about how I would live in the space. Wow. And so let me ask you this, because I don't I know I haven't asked you this before. So you've got your social media that tells the story. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you get um, a client. Does yep. you feel like you just kind of fall into that same narrative when you're talking yes. with them? Like, yes. Okay, like, so they, know, like, they already know, like, and trust you. Wow, that's that's really cool. They know you. They, I mean, like, people actually do know me, and which kind of sometimes feels funny. But what would happen is you would start to get. I would actually I would use social media as well as a time to like educate consumers, right? So people get on social media for three reasons: they get on to be educated, they get on to be inspired. Or they get on to be educated, inspired, entertained, probably. <laughs> I can't remember the other one. Oh my gosh! That was going to bug me now. Oh, or entertained, educated, yeah. inspired, or entertained, right? Yeah. And so yes. there were parts of my home tours that became entertaining because I remember there was one that I walked. It was a model home, and they had um, a lot of brick inside the house. And it was like different brick all over the place. And I remember like, I go through live. And so you kind of sometimes catch, if you know me well enough, you'll catch when I'm like, huh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I try really, really hard to, like, to <laughs> yeah, but there became a thing about brick, like faux brick inside. And it became like an inside joke with everyone. And it somehow became, and then suddenly it seemed like every house I walked after that had brick. And I would, I'm like, okay, and we've got a brick wall right here. And I would just say that. And then the DMs were like, oh my gosh, what is it with all the brick? Like, and so you kind of get this really fun banter and these inside jokes. And it just really builds community. It just yeah. really builds community with one another. And you feel like you're on the same team. Yeah, and that the thing about sales, anything, sales, anything, if you make people feel like they're part of your story, you've already got them. Oh, yeah. So and that's it's all about storytelling. If you're not telling a story, no one cares. Right. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So just note to audience, if you if you need to understand this better, this is your chick, right? Wait, wait. That way. <laughs> Um, so an example though, Angela, of some, I was talking to one of the agents in my group. She just joined my group over at EXP and we were doing like a deep dive yesterday. And I said, okay, we need to figure out what your, what's your story and what's, what's the story you're comfortable sharing. Listen, I'm not sharing like how I'm parenting. Like I'm not comfortable sharing, sharing my parenting mm -hmm. on social media. Like I, I don't really want to do that, but there's certain yeah. aspects of my life that I am comfortable. So we were talking about it and she's been like homeschooling the last four years. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, we're sharing it now because that is your audience. They want that value from you. And that's how you build relationships. So it's all about building relationships. And so we kind of did a deep dive of like, Hey, home is home is taking on such a different um, value right now. Right. Home is oh exponentially over the last three months. And so mm -hmm. I'm you need to be talking about how you're homeschooling in your home, where you're working in your home. Like, what are those dynamics? Like, that's where you add the value, right? People get on to be educated. So you have to add that value. And that's a great value add. And then just this 20% over here is about you being a real estate agent. That's, that's just part of who you are. And so then it starts to marry up like that.
Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny. I've talked to so many people whose opinion has totally changed about what is home. Mine has. Mine has too. Mine has really, really changed. I realize I have a lot of kids and my house isn't right for it. <laughs> like, you know, like I learned that and I learned for a lot of for that too. We're doing that's a lot. I've, I've seen a ton of um, movement out of state, right? Because either people are looking for jobs. I, I, I read this morning that 25% of the American workforce is out of work. 25%. That's bananas. Astounding. That's astounding. Bananas. And so people will be forced to move for various reasons. One, they either need to downsize. Okay. And so as agents, we need to be sensitive to that. Two, they're going to be moving out of state for work. Right. Um, and so I think every agent should be building a referral arm. They should be networking with agents in other cities and other states, and they should be building that out. And then number three, I also think we're going to see a lot of people moving because um, they now realize that they can work from home so they can live anywhere. Like yeah. I have a client coming in from Dallas. They like, well, we know we can work from home. So we're going to go live where we want to live, which is here. Wow. Let's talk about that a little bit because if, if we're going to, and, and we're successful and if we're going to, if we're going to continue to be successful, um, we have to think forward and say, what am I going to be ready to do? What am I going to be ready to do when things pivot again? Cause it's going to pivot again, right? Probably more than once or twice. Yeah. So you and I were talking about that just a little bit before we went on air. Let's, let's dive into that a little bit. What's your opinion on it? It's okay. My opinion on is it's going to get harder before it gets better. It's going to get worse before it gets better. I, that's just my opinion. I don't mean that to sound doom and gloom because I actually think we're super, super capable of going through the hard. And I think there's a lot of value in going through the hard on every level that we're facing right now, right? With pandemic situation and also with just like civil liberties issues that we're facing right now. We got to go through the hard. And it's going to, we're going to go through the hard. And if we all can go through the hard on the other side, it will be amazing, but you have to navigate this hard. Right. Um, and so I think, um, I think you have to look for people like that are in those situations that are going to need to downsize and that are going to need to move for jobs, networking with other agents in other cities and other countries, like not countries, other states, <laughs> but then also looking like allowing social media really gives you the permit, like gives you the ability to lead in a really um, genuine and authentic way and kind of give people social permission. Like, listen, if you're out of work, you should sell your house and that's okay. You're not alone in that. You're not alone in that. And that's mm -hmm. okay. Like it's okay to downsize right now. It's okay. That's okay. And in you fact, know, when, sorry, go ahead. When we had the housing crisis, that was a housing crisis. This is like a world crisis, right? That we're, that we're experiencing. And I think that what happened in the 2008, all that people, a lot of people stuck their head in the sand. They didn't want to admit that something was going on and they didn't want to think about it. I think that it's appropriate. And I just started thinking about this right this second. I think it's appropriate that that we as leaders in the real estate industry do what you just said, give people permission to face their circumstances with dignity. Like, okay, 
this is not this is not uh, unique to you. This is a whole bunch of people all over the place experiencing difficulty and hardship. So let's talk about it and don't stick your head in the sand. If you need to make some changes, then let us help you in the ways that we can help you and let other people help you in the ways that they're equipped to help you. 100%. I actually think we're on the precipice of like something. Good amazing. word. Like something amazing because I can't think of a time like historically. I mean, if you had told me four months ago that the U.S. economy would come to a complete halt, I would have been like, no, like there's no way. I mean, because our economy was healthier than it had ever been, ever. Like our unemployment rate was unreal. Anyone that was that wanted to work was working, right? Mm -hmm. If you told me, oh, that's going to happen, I would have been like, actually, I don't, I can't mathematically compute how that would possibly happen. And yet it did. And so I hear everyone calling it like the great pause, but I also think it's this great equalizer, right? Where we, I think as a country and even as a world, never have we all been dealing with something so similar at the same time. It's kind of fascinating to me. Mm, it is fascinating. I haven't thought of that. Even with, and, and then with all of like, the civil issues that are being brought to light right now and that we're all going through right now, it's again, a same thing. And so all of these things are very layered and very interconnected. And I think as like within the real estate industry, we have a great opportunity to learn, to like lead and to learn and to grow, mm -hmm. you know, like frankly, owning a home is how you build wealth in America. It's the most, that's the easiest way to build wealth within America. And so we can look for opportunities to grow that for like other people that haven't had the chance or the same opportunities as us. Gosh, it's a cool opportunity to be like, oh, I actually can, I actually, actually I have that skill set to make that easier. And that should be on my radar. It should yep. be on my radar. And not only that, that us, the, the leaders who will rise up, first of all, if you're not around people who are thinking positively like this, you need to get around some new people. Right, we need to be around some new people. But um, I'm so passionate about it. it. Matters who you surround yourself with. But it's interesting because in real estate, it's not just this home ownership that we get to deal with. We also it's always interwoven with life changes, job changes, kid changes. It's always interwoven by that. And so we get to bless and serve people going through all of these things. And if we're really good at it. It's a, it's a, it's a great, it's a ministry. It's a great hundred percent. I feel like I'm a part-time therapist, right? And I actually seek out opportunities to like learn how to process through things so that I can help my clients better process through the transaction. It's like mm -hmm. moving is listed as like one of like the top 10 most stressful changes, right? Yeah. And, so, and it's a couple of others. Yeah. When we layer that with, kind of the pandemic and all of the civil things going on right now, there's a lot of layers of stress going on. Mm -hmm. And unemployment, right? Like there's a lot going on. And I just think there's this like this incredible opportunity. I mean, you can stick your head in the sand, but I think you'll, you would very well lose your business. Yeah. Yes. Because yes. I don't think people are going to put up with it. They're out of patience. I, I, I'm, I'm, yep. If I they don't want it. 
and I've been quarantined and I'm also a person of color and then you want to show up and be like, beep, beep, beep. No. No, you need to, be, I'm not. We need to show up with people. Yeah, we need to show up with people. We need to be better than we've been. We need to get better. We need to surround ourselves with better people. We need to know more and we need to execute excellently. And I'm excited about that. And that, the thing is, Angela, is I think the other thing that we have to like take off of ourselves is this idea of like doing it perfectly. Listen, I don't know about you, but I've never real estated through a pandemic. <laughs> never yeah. done that before. And I love, Renee Brown always calls it, she calls it, well, she calls it an effing first time or she, if, in, in kid terms, she calls it a terrible first time. Like the first time you do anything, it's gonna be terrible, right? Like the first time you like try and change and grow and do it a little bit different, it feels really uncomfortable. It feels really, really hard. And I think what we have to remember is that everyone is feeling that way right now. Everyone is. And so to just not do anything really is a major disservice because then you never actually grow that skill set. Right. I'm not professing that I'm going to step into this space and do it perfectly. I, I'm surely not. Right. And you know, what? some people just don't even want to, they, they want things to go back to normal and be business as usual and, uh, and conduct themselves in the same way. And that's just not realistic. Let us help you. <laughs> build a new normal that is exponentially better than the normal we've been existing in. Because I actually think the normal we've been existing in has been fairly complacent. I agree. Like, and that sounds hard I mean, for myself included in that, right? Like it's been fairly complacent. And so this has been all the last four months have been a good smack in the face for me to say, oh yeah, I'm capable of more. I'm capable of better. And now we all have the choice to say, are we going to do it or not? I don't know about you, That's but I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Um, that's one of the things that I actually learned during the quarantine because I, I consider myself such a driver, like always go and always improve. Well, that's what we've always related on because I yeah. think few people outdrive me, but you could outdrive me. Yeah. And I'm going to say this straight live. I was complacent. Yeah. I was getting too comfortable. Mm -hmm. I was settling in. And I look back and I was like, who is that girl who was settling in? Yeah. Nope. Nope. Not doing it. Well, I'm going to tell you that. What's that? It, this is so much more fun to like look at things like you've never looked at them before to take opportunities that you hadn't noticed before or realized that were necessary. And even better to realize that you have the exact skill set needed to solve some of those problems. The exact skill set. So if you're watching and you don't know if you have a skill set or you're, you've not thought about this before, we need to talk. We need yeah. to talk because this is, uh, it's hard. It's going to be uncomfortable, and, but it's exciting. And if you can get that perspective on what we're going through and what we're going to continue to go through in this industry, if you embrace that and do something with it, you will just have a life and a satisfaction that you can't even imagine. So let's, Let's talk about it if you're feeling down or you can't get your mojo or whatever you call it, because this has been a, a bad thing that's brought all this wonderful stuff up. 
And yeah. so that's the attitude I choose to have going forward. Yeah. And you have to actually, you have to allow that. You have to allow um, the good to come. Like we always know that the sun comes out after the storm. We know that. Like we know that. Historically, it's always been that way. And mm -hmm. so we have to like work towards that end. And I think real estate is a really fun arena to work towards. Mm -hmm. that end, right. And ultimately, though, Angela, too, is like you have to say, like, this also is a business. It's a business. And one of the ways I actually think that you can like affect change is you and I are capable of, we're drivers, right? So you and I are capable of growing businesses. And as you and I like put our heads down and get to work and grow businesses, it allows for more opportunities for those around us. Uh-huh. That's right. I love that part. That's my favorite That's part. Responsibility. That is part of the role I play is I have to put my head down and get to work because 25% of the American workforce is out of work. We can't sustain that. So everyone kind of has to collectively put their head down and get to get work, to get to work, you know, and um, that part's exciting to me. And we also know that like this, is, this uh, maybe I don't want this to sound disingenuous, but we also know that in the greatest times of change is where actually there's opportunities to make incredible amounts of money and affect it, like build incredible businesses and be incredibly successful because there becomes these vacuums, right? Because so many people put their heads in the sand that now mm -hmm. there's, there's vacuums get created. Room. As much as I say, put your head down and get to work, you got to look up and see what's going on and say, okay, where's the vacuum and how can I fit into that space and, and, and lead out in that space? If that makes sense. Well, I like that. Well, I, I'm for, well, not unfortunately, fortunately, that's where leaders and people who are willing to work hard can really make the best of this situation. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm glad to have talked to you again today. Um, if you want to work with us, we're really delightful and you probably can just come on. Let's do this we're together. We're a good time. We are a good time, actually. And uh, so Amy Gregory, you can find her. Tell us tell us how they can contact you, how, where they can find you. Is it easy? The best way is on Instagram. My handle is at Amy Gregory. Shoot me a DM. Come follow along. Come be a part of it. Be part of the conversation. Like, social media is for building relationships. So don't just come and be like a silent follower. Say hi. And like, because I, I want to know, if you don't say hi, I, I, it's a two-way street, right? So you've got to yep, be part of You have to raise your hand. Raise yep. your hand, raise your hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you guys for watching. Stay on after I go go off the air. But thank you guys for watching. Tune in every week. Share this with your friends. This is good information. This was an extraordinary episode. God bless you guys.